What's going on, world? It's your favorite podcast, Dad Zombies, with your host, Ken, and my co-host, Bell with the Beard, bringing you another edition of Dad Zombies, the podcast. Just go ahead on, bro. Just, just get it. We're going to do a search. Let somebody record it. Because <laughs> I can't keep listening to you doing that every time. We bro, can... I feel like I'm getting better and better with you. You don't have female vocal cords. I don't have to have female vocal cords, bro. And some things you do. Bro, have you heard of Prince? Uh, you have a point. Continue. Let's All right, then. High, I was about to say high octane. But that's gas. That's definitely gas. <laughs> gas with us, boo. All right. Hey, for all our first-time listeners and our recurring listeners, make sure y'all go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all those. Download the podcast. Uh D A W D Z O M B I E the podcast. You are gonna see us. We actually need to update our uh, thing, be our clip art because I don't have dress no more. And somebody asked me, they was like, "Hey, bro, is this even your podcast?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, bro. You don't know, like see my face." Yeah, bro. But it looked like you got a wig on. I said, "Bro, I ain't got no damn wig." Because <laughs> <laughs> your shit was gold then. Yeah, too, that huh? had just uh dyed him up blonde. Oh, yeah. And you had a hat. Yeah. I can see how it could look like you got a wig. Yeah, he told me I had a wig. I said, bro, I got a wig. I said, that was the first, bro. You Listen, bro, the world never ceases to amaze me with the amount of feedback that I get no matter what it is. Even on the clipboard. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, make sure y'all go follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter, all those social media platforms. And go follow me on my personal at KingKen underscore. That's K-Y-N-G-K-E-N underscore. And you can follow your boy at Baron Beard. On all platforms, check me out. You dig? Yeah, bear and beard. I said that. No, I'm talking about like spelling wise, bro. Bro, they know how to spell it by now. Say, say your little clip art. I mean, your little clip. You said so. I don't get sued. Every beard begins with bear. <laughs> so it's the it's the uh, it's dialect the, of the, it. But no, it's the pause. It's the pause. It's the pause. I thought it had to be the rhythm. As long as you had like the same rhythm, you could definitely. I really think you'd be good with the same words. As long as I got like a <laughs> different beat behind it. I don't think so. I don't think you can. Uh, I'm going to let my lawyer look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to let a few lawyers look at it. Shout out, shout out to the mental law firm. <laughs> yeah. They keep you out of jail and not allow suits. Hey. Anyway, man. What's been going on with you? I'm I'm older. You older. Shit. Yeah. yeah, you did just have a birthday. I'm older, man. You and your girl just had a birthday. You, that both of us did. You you know how lucky I am to find somebody who has a birthday two days before mine? So how yeah, does that work? Them? How does that work? Because her birthday is before yours, right? Mm-hmm. So does it like, because, okay, so my birthday is November. My wife's in March. So we got like a, a gap. Yeah. So I can claim all of November. So do you like? Did she claim like the first part of April, and you can clap, get the back end of April? Nah, we pretty much split it. Is it like a week long thing? Like, cause this you literally got two days, so it's like your birthday up, oh, my birthday. It, it, we pretty we share our birthdays for the most part, so we're gonna be like that couple like twenty years from now that has like the big joint birthday parties, but you know it's you know we it's a two for basically. So, like, me and my sister. Me and my sister's birthdays are two days apart. So, we grew up having parties. 
there, there you go. That's exactly what it's like. But I will say this is that, um, you know, just paying attention, I seen that last, you know, last birthday was completely shut down, right? This was like mm-hmm. right when COVID kicked off. Yeah. And the world shut down. So we definitely didn't do anything to celebrate. Um, I, you know, I cooked at the house and stuff like that. But, you know, this year she was like, damn, we haven't done nothing for our birthday in like two, three years. I'm like, okay, for one, it hasn't been two, three years. <laughs> let's, let's start there. <laughs> and then two, uh, you know, I wanted to do something different. So she told me on Sunday, she said, I want to go on a picnic. I said, all right, cool. Knowing me, I said, all right, bet. So we load up the car on Sunday morning, and we, we, we're we going, you know, to a picnic, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so she thought. Oh. <laughs> so she thought, right? Did she even have, like, an idea of what a picnic would, what almost would have been? So she told me, you know, we go to, um, you know, places like Sienna, Kitty Hollow, something like that. Um, but she, you know, once she seen that we wasn't going there, like, I passed it straight up. So she ain't say nothing. Then we just driving. We're driving. And we're driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and about 40 minutes later, she said, all right, look, so now can I ask where we going? Oh, like 40 minutes, bro. 40 minutes. Okay. <laughs> she said, now can I ask where we going? I said, no. <laughs> Sit tight. So mind you, we got all the picnic stuff in the car, right? Mm-hmm. We, we ain't getting no sandwiches because we was actually going to get some food and then take it out to the car. Oh, okay, okay. So we just so had, had like, like blankets and blankets, kites and toys, stuff, bats, you know, kid stuff. Um, and we pull up and then she, we get to the sign. Like I'm, I'm doing good. Like she has no clue. She get to the sign. She said, "Kima, we going to Kima." <laughs> I said, "Damn it." Came on side, gave me away. So yeah, because you're going forty five south. So at some point, for, exactly, is it the Galveston the King? Is it the Galveston King? She does so. Or the space station? Is that shit still open? Yeah, bro. Oh, okay, I'll check it out. But <laughs> so yeah, so we went. So we went to Kima, um, and this is like, and mind you, it's like it's way packed, and I feel comfortable. I'm already itched. I'm in this whole life. It's too many people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is there so many people on a Sunday early afternoon? And Easter? No. This is after Easter. Oh. Was, it, it made no sense. I don't know, bro. I'm like, don't y'all niggas well, got work? You, you know, we, we got, bro, listen, dog. <laughs> when it comes to going out, being anywhere, bro, don't ask about do they got work. Well, that's how we think. That's why we wanted to do the picnic because we was like, you know, she was like, I'm going to have to go to work tomorrow, and I'm going to be tired and everything else. I was like, nah, bro, like, I want you to enjoy your day. Yeah, um, live life. Yeah. So, we went to Kima, uh, had a ball out in Kima, damn it, broke my thumb. Uh, we. I need to hear this story. Oh, my God. How'd you, know, you bre- almost break your thumb? You know the little muscle thing where you take the little sledgehammer? You trying to win a teddy bear? Top, it was a hippo. <laughs> It was, it was a hippo. Okay. So I, I took the sledgehammer, and first one, I, bing, you know, trying to get a feel for mm-hmm. it. Went up really high. That was $3 right there. Well, it was $5 for three swings. Oh, okay. Because, you know, they, they charge you so, for swing. Yeah. So on the last one, it got like this close to the bell. Like, mm-hmm. it was in the red, almost touched it, but it didn't ring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me was like, oh, he was so close. I said... I said, dude, I said, let me get one more swing. 
He said, mm, go ahead. <laughs> I looked, I said, I'm, I'm muscle back. <laughs> got his stand, got, got his baseball stand. <laughs> and I said, boom, that ding. Boy, I damn that took the damn bell out the thing. And everybody around there was like, what the fuck going on? Cause I mean, I'm a whole, I'm grunting, nigga. I'm like muscle man. So where's this thumb at, bro? Oh, yeah. So, you know, because that hole was a metal sledgehammer, next time <laughs> when I go there, I'm going to put something around it. But the ricochet is, you know, kinetic force. It had nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So it bounced back and all that force went into my hand. Into my hand. Oh. So okay. now to this even this week is still So kids, so science cool. lesson. Yeah, for real. Kinetic energy. Kinetic energy. Yeah. Force. We, we just had a conversation about that. Too. We did, really. I don't know why, because it's just some stuff we just don't have like real life experiences about. But like for some reason kinetic potential and inertia, I remember. Mm. And what was the other? I said potential. It's just, that's all. Yeah, those three. Yeah. Anyway, so it's not a quick draw, but it's kind of like quick draw. Bro, if you had to fight along one side against like another superhuman, right? And they had the opposite animal. Would you fight on the side of a black bear? Or what's like a big ass gorilla? Like like a the silverback gorilla. Which one are you picking to fight with you? I'm picking a bear. Bear and bear to the, the bear. Yeah. That's what I kind of figured, bro. What? <laughs> Somebody had asked me that. I was like, what? I thought about it. Why did that come up in a conversation? Bro, I was <laughs> like, I thought about it. I was like, man, I'm I'm picking the bear because I'm like looking at size. I'm looking at claws. I'm looking like the, the muscular, you know. And then like a gorilla, I feel like could take a hit. But a bear would fuck it up. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That's a, that's a good battle. Mm-hmm. And even, I, I see why. And I thought, I was looking at the clip of, uh, what was it? Godzilla vs. King Kong? King Kong. I said, you know, I could see where the debate would come in at. But I don't. I didn't watch the movie. Did you watch it? No. See, I, that's the thing. I've seen King Kong, the movie. It's not good enough for me to watch it. But if I had to say who would probably win, I'm going to say King Kong. Only because Godzilla is just a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> he called him a lizard. He's a lizard. Okay, he I got can, lizard I, I can take that. I can take that. Yeah, All right. So uh, we got a few things in the news we're going to get before we get into this topic. So, man, we had the uh, passing of uh, DMX, man. That was unexpected, bro. You know, and I, and I feel like moving even forward, even in just in life, not just in COVID times, the unexpected is inevitable because I knew he was having, you know, issues as far as, like, health because his past or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like we weren't expecting that. And I guess, Def, you, you never seem to expect it, but I think it, it hits even harder when there's somebody uh, in their younger years. Yeah. Like, not to sound funny, but, you know, Bill Cosby living through all this. Man. I think, you know, I think which each, which with each celebrity death, like it shows you something internally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go back to Kobe. You know, that's just. Oh, I mean, what would you say Kobe death? Would just be? being like him being relentless and like living yeah. life to the fullest. Like he he barred none. He kind of showed examples why he was here, and I think that's the legacy. Like people leave live leave. Yeah, um, and I. I I look at it from also like with DMX, you know, his struggle with addiction and stuff like that. 
like it's a lot of people that struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot. Um, and you know, that's something that you want to get under control and get help. So, um, if you are struggling with addiction, um, whether it's a chemical or sex or whatever it may be, make sure you, you seek out help and counseling and, um, because if not, it takes control of you. And, you know, I listened to his, um, I think it was a story about, um, you know, somebody, how he actually got addicted mm-hmm. was through, you know, somebody just, you know, lacing his blunt. Yeah, that's how a lot of people his, get it. And it's like, it's, do you think, do what you think, was it funny or was you hating? Like, but, you know, from that one event, you know, that turned down a downhill spiral of all different types of drugs and prison and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And, like, uh, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I was a diehard DMX fan. Because, you know, how people when people pass, all of a sudden, they oh, just yeah, everybody get tattoos and stuff like that. Like, I was a bigger Nip fan than I was DMX. But I did listen to uh, DMX music. And it's just, like, some of this music you can you can relate to, like, Everything isn't uh, commercial. You know, we all know what a hood, what a hood, what a hood. You know what I'm saying? See, that's me. You, you know how you, you oh, I'm about to cut your wire. <laughs> you see how you, how you a Nip fan and you got, I'm more of a DMX than I was Nip. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really, I follow Nip as, like, a business person, but I never mm-hmm. followed his music, so I don't really like West Coast music. Yeah. Uh, but DMX, like, to this day is the reason why I ride four-wheelers. Mm-hmm. Is because you know, growing up, I used to always like see the Rough Rider videos. Yeah, for even, sure. Like his, bike culture, bro, bro. <laughs> he brought me into bike culture, and then he can act too. So yeah. I remember that's Romeo how, Must Die. That's you know what? That's how I fell in love with the Mossberg. Remember in the movie mm-hmm. how he was laying down behind the flower, and he tied his belt into yeah. the shotgun, and he pushed it up, and then pulled it and shot him, bro. To this day, that is why I have fell in love with. My Mossberg is because of that movie. Yeah, so he's playing. I'm, I'm a big fan of Belly. Oh, no, not the Belly. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of Belly. Oh, I thought I could sell some cocaine after that movie, boy. You know, I feel like everybody can sell cocaine after a big mo- drug movie or series go out. Like, yeah, then you see how it ends. Yeah, it's the all, death of jail. They all uh-huh. in the same. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but let's move. Knowledge did okay though. Yeah, let's yeah let's let's move to the topic though. So today's topic is uh we we gonna talk about. Social media and relationships. We talked about relationships before. We talked about social media. We're going to put them things together. Put them together. Because um, we live in the <laughs> technologically, I might be slaughtering this word. Tech world. Yeah, tech world. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of Facebook and Instagram. That boy uh, Mo3 said the only thing you probably got in your name is uh, Facebook. That was kind of real in some people's instances. So... We, we, you know, like, and I ain't going to say just females. Sometimes men, you know, they get this facade of, oh, it's supposed to be like this, like, relationship goals. You remember, like, the Meek Mills and Nicki Minaj, then all of a sudden they broke up, you know. Now, most recently, uh, Quavo and the Sweetie, that instance. I don't, I don't know none of these relationships. These so I'm going to tell you this one, the, the Quavo, you know, Migos. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, it was a viral video going around. About um basically him and the girl Sweetie had got into it into the elevator. But it looks like from perspective Oh, I seen the elevator one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well it yeah. looked like she was trying to take his stuff. And he was just like, nah, give my shit back. But if you look at the box, it was a Call of Duty box. So my assumption is the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes women get spiteful and stuff like yeah. this. And, you know, try to go stick it to the man. You know, uh-huh. try to get, get with a hurdle. Get you hurt. Yeah, so I think that was one of them instances. Like, we don't know the full story. I, I we can only go on speculation. I think what happened was, was that he didn't want it to be seen in public. So he's like, man, get your ass on the elevator. <laughs> like, get on the elevator. Nigga, what are you doing this out here? Yeah. And in that, I can tell when he looked around, he looked for them cameras in the elevator. I said, ooh. No, he looked dead at the camera. He looked was dead like, at that hoe. Fuck it. But that's what I, I believe. Whatever happened, he was trying to usher her into the elevator, you know, just very roughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was, because, I mean, you think about everybody, like, he's a superstar. Yeah. So people going to have cameras out. And he's like, bro, we can't be doing this out here. Yeah, you trying like, to cause a scene. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, so it was a recent post by um, The Game. Oh. It was, you know, he's he's almost like the... West Coast Meek Mill when it comes to Twitter and Facebook because he'll come like with these weird ass fucking quotes about shit that only pertains to him in life, nobody else. So he said, and I quote, maybe I'm old school, but my woman ain't paying one damn bill. Not rent, not mortgage, not a car note, not nails, hair, clothes, phone, or groceries. If you're, cl- if you're taking care of home, cooking and fucking the shit out of me, Life on me, period. Quote. Good words, gang. Great <laughs> words, man. We appreciate those words of wisdom. See, my issue isn't with the message given. I would say... Is that I, even possible in 2021? Well, when I say, like, I get what kind of place he's coming from because I'm like a person who can try to look at the mm-hmm. top of the, the whole room instead of just one side. In his instant, bro, he can do it. If you got that type of income, if you got the type of resources, if you're that type of person, go ahead, bro, be all means. But at the same time, what you do is put a hell of an expectation on the average male who doesn't have aspirations of being a superstar. You want to be a regular man, do a regular job, do regular shit. I would just say is that I think it's a mentality thing. Like, I don't even think it is, like, I don't even think it's a financial piece. It's more of a mentality saying that you're not going to have to worry about anything. You know, whether there's a challenging time that we go through, there's going to be better times. But throughout it all, I'm going to make sure you're good. So I take it as a mentality thing because I've been on both sides. I've been on the side to where, you know, I mean, thank God, and I'm <laughs> back at it now, but I mean, when COVID hit, you know, that changed a lot of stuff in the industry, so you know, having somebody, you know, um, you know, supportive to be able to help with different finances was, was very helpful during that time, but for the most part, like, I've, I mean, I, I try, like, I, my, basically my paycheck go to her, like, my paycheck go to everything, house related, you know, cars, all that stuff, and that's, you know, I remember watching a movie, what was it, with Denzel, and he was like, <laughs> he said, my, he said, my paycheck, <laughs> he said, I go, I go home, I go to work, I get my third, <laughs> and I give, I give it there, I get my chicken dinner, <laughs> he was like, I was like, damn, I was like, damn, to this day, like, I feel exactly what he was doing, because essentially, you, the person that you love, you, you know, you try to give them the world, um, and for me, I definitely, you know, I try to inspire. I mean, that's something 
I mean, my dad, that's something I've seen him do. He still does it to this day. Uh, and, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it work for him. So that's just the model I, you know, I kind of subscribe to. But I think, you know, from the overall totality of things, I think it's really more so mentality versus, you know, finances because um, it's more women need security. That's what they want. They want to be able to be secure um, and, you know, to know that you have their back all the way around. Um, and even if you don't have it, if you're striving towards it, you know, that's the end. Like, you're not, you know, what are you growing towards? Are you just sitting at home, you know, playing 2K all day? Or are you out here, you know, with different jobs, you know, out here, you know, starting your own business, doing whatever you got to do, you know, to bring, you know, food to the table. So, let's see it from both sides. Yeah, I can take it from that end. Uh, but I had a conversation with one of my boys the other day, and we was just talking about, like, life and experiences and stuff like that. And we're both blessed enough to be in a situation where we can have a partner who's willing to be equally yoked with us. When we're talking about, like, mentally, physically, spiritually, even financially, because... Uh, you can talk to different women, and when you talk about being secure, uh, security doesn't always necessarily mean, in the women's eyes, financial. You know, because it's but some women. Listen. That was our biggest one. Remember the episode? Yeah, We've but, two, three but it's, it's some that. women out there who can who who make money, and they're not tripping about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just want to be there. Like, if you can protect them physically, if you can be there for them emotionally when times get bad. Because realistically... The older we get and the more in life we understand, like, shit ain't perfect, bro. We have our downfalls. We're human. So we don't uh, necessarily are up all the time. Mm-hmm. So in our, in our instance, we both had the flip-flop where we was the breadwinners and then we were the ones who was relying on our significant others, mm-hmm. you know, to make the bread as well. But we also had that um, partnership with our, our women well, we're able to do this because in an instance like this, uh, say it's the game or whoever else who has money, we're going to use a younger artist or a younger person with money who's not as financially literate, lit, educated as others may be. So they can stop recording. They can stop working. They can just lose all their money. And then all of a sudden, now they girl looking at them like, I haven't had to do all these things for X amount of years. Now I'm supposed to the family on my back and I've never had this burden and we got all these bills you get what I'm saying so it's almost like alimony 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 is for if I already had money then I got with you so everything I had before we got together uh, is mine okay well no in that case is because I be seeing like a lot like say for instance with Jeff Bezos people be like well damn why she got paid so much but I be like he got used to a certain type of lifestyle. And then he made a certain amount of money when he was with her. So if he had made that money already and he signed that uh, prenup, then he'd have been go. Yeah. But at the same time, this is you you talking about a billionaire. That that that, that money's different. Like we can't we can't as regular people under six six figures and under, we can't have a conversation about <laughs> nine, ten, eleven figure people. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? <laughs> he said that shit hurt different. <laughs> like, bro, that was a tax write-off for him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, he was talking about a billionaire almost to a trillionaire. Yeah, that's she gonna get that shit back next year. Like, bro, he probably already made it back. Yeah. 
And he probably signed for that and was like, hey, just yeah, you get it. So they probably going to do business together. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's like you have to be mindful about the real life situations because we have young kids who growing up in the social media era where they taking these relationship goals to heart, bro. They live in this, oh, I got to be committed in the eighth grade. No, no, no. Like, you cheat, you not for, you for the streets. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm in the eighth grade, bro. You putting me to these expectations of a grown man. Yeah. And I find, like, that's where relationships sometimes can fail. Oh, no, man. That's It's a slippery slope because it's like on one end, you know, you want, that's that's a good aspiration as a young person to have is to be able to take care of your female. Whole, uh, 360 around, degrees. 360. Yeah. That is a great aspiration. But on the other end, I mean, you got the, you got the, the other social media side of things. And this is what I see is that, you know, you got like a lot of girls, um, you know, overly sexualizing other girls mm-hmm. so now what you're doing is you're creating a um almost like a small army of you know future lesbians oh my god let's 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 be let's be real because you think about megan the stallion right i thought you were gonna say like whores no you I said mean, lesbian but that like i've never seen so many women you know open about you know being with other women this wasn't like this 10 years ago Understood, and bro, like, I might step on some toes and I say this, bro, and I'm all for the whole community, bro, but I look at it like gay is gay. My thing, gay is gay, but they should be going through phases. But that's let the, a man go through that phase. Let you a can't man go through no, no phase. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's no that's coming what I'm back. <laughs> let me say, oh, man, I experienced No, no, no. That's like a little <laughs> I'm back though. I'm good. No, no, no. I didn't like it. No, <laughs> no. But but that's what I'm saying. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Why do women have the freedom to? They have the scapegoats. We don't have any scapegoats in society because this is the thing. If a woman says that a man beat me, and she goes in there with a scratch mark on her face, he going to jail. Mm-hmm. If a woman goes in there and says that um, he touched me. Mm-hmm. And has no video. He's getting you know questions. Yeah, it's her word against his. If the man goes in there, you know, we so it's always scapegoats. But let on the on the opposite side of things, society doesn't have scapegoats for men. Mm-hmm. There's no and a scapegoat for black men. Don't even don't even think about it. We ain't got no scapegoats with the police. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no scapegoats with the banks. We ain't got no scapegoats with the judicial system. We ain't got no scape bro. Nothing like the list goes on and on because. You know, we're the the war is even bigger, and that's why it's even more important in this day and age than ever is to have somebody um, who has your back. Yeah, have somebody in a relationship who's in your corner fighting for you because when you going out, you fighting the world all day, every day, and sure. when you come home, that needs to be your peace. That doesn't need to be your destruction. That doesn't need to be your arguments. That doesn't need to be because you fighting too many battles. Mm-hmm. What what what's, what what I'm gonna come home and fight you for? I That's promise, draining. There was a um I forget her name, and she talked about. She says um she said you go out. She said you you come home and you don't smile. You don't you know you don't kiki with me, but you go out and you kiki with the white man. You laugh and joke and jive with him, 
but I don't get that same person. You fake it with them. Why you don't fake it with me? I'm the one that loves you. Why you fake it with everybody else that don't give a damn about you, but you don't fake it with me, and I'm the one taking care of you and your house and your kids. Yeah, and it can work both ways because I'm not going to lie. Like, I done talked to some of the youngsters, and some of their expectations are a little bit too high, and I'm like, bro, listen, ain't no relationship going to be perfect, bro. That's the thing about social media, bro. It only portrays the good times. Like, there's downsides in the marriages. There's downfalls, downsides in regular relationships who gone on like yourself 10 plus years. Are you in the plus? Me? Yeah. You 10, 9. Actually, um, on the 29th, I'll be 10. 10 years. But y'all had y'all ups and downs. Like, it's, it's never, every day isn't perfect because you either have your personal battles, then you have relationship battles. Um. You know, you you basically fighting against something that you shouldn't, in a sense. Like, in the outside world, it's going to be hard. You come home, you want some peace. You want some some, some sanity. Mm-hmm. The, the social media is not going to tell you, oh, man, we just argued, just that and other. Now, granted, there is some people that get on there and dog their baby daddies and relationships. Oh, he ain't shit. He this, that, and the other. But them the type of people do also don't tell you the shit that they do neither. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's real. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's really real. <laughs> so I, it's like, oh, he ain't shit, she ain't shit. He don't never but, come take care of his kids. But, bro, but did, did you, you know, let you him? keeping his kids away from him. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing with the child support money? Exactly. And then some dudes be like, man, I ain't going to get to see my kids. Do you pay child support? Do yeah. you call and check up on your kids? Like, it worked both ways. And I think, like, Social media is just like this fucking facade. It's a big mirror of Caca. bullshit. Be on the same sense. It's, a, it's a big mirror of bullshit. It, it it's not even a mirror because a mirror will reflect on you and show you exactly who you are. This is almost like a fantasy land of like if you step into like you know those weird mirrors and you, you're oversized and it's you a, a skinny house. yeah. And it's he eat a, a skinny, house. skinny mirror. Social media is a fucking a, a fun house. Yeah, it's like you 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 want a certain thing, but how much do you put in effort in it? Like right now, bro, I sound I'm trying to get back in shape, bro. Like I'm literally putting five to six days in that, and I know I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. So if you go go with somebody else who say, "Man, I want to hit this go uh, weight by such and such," okay. And I hit you. Prime example, I got somebody right now that was telling me, man, I want to lose some weight, man. You want? Because I told him about the little membership that I got. I'm like, bro, you can go to the gym with me free. Bro, I hit him up every day. They don't never come. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm not even, like, I'm not even one of the people that go in the gym for two, three hours, bro. I'm going to do my workout and leave because I got shit to do myself. Yeah. Oh, man. Such a, and then I'll be like, hey, bro, what you ate today? Oh. Uh, Man, I had to stop by McDonald's. Listen, bro, I'm I'm done, bro. Yeah. I'm done, dog. <laughs> I can't, cause, bro, you you verbally committing as a man, bro. We take out your bonds, your word, bro. That's the same people that uh, from the I'm about to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once, uh, summertime come around, bro, you might not trying to have six pack, but you trying to slim up. Yeah. You can't even take your shirt off. I'm, see, I take my shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I got the rich nigga belly. I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, dog, at some point you want it 
you have a goal, bro. You said you got to have some type. And that's the same way in relationships, bro. You got a goal. You want a, a good financial life, bro. And that's one thing that relationship does help, bro. Like, especially when it comes to, because we're going to stick on the black family. We want to create wealth within the black community. So why not keep strong black relationships together? Because you're keeping money within your race. You get what I'm saying? Yep. And you're keeping and two two uh incomes is way better than one. Like I know single mothers then did it, single fathers then did it, but it makes it so much easier and less of a a nervous wreck because if you're on one income you're thinking about, Oh man, we can't do this, that and the other. But with an actual relationship, you can actually do those travelings without having to worry about I mean, we got to pay this, that, and the other. But see, that's the dangerous part. That's and literally, I just got done talking to uh, Mia about that. Was that your money? The fact that I pay for all of the workings, that doesn't make your money slush fund money. No, no, no. So that's what I'm saying. The first thing you said was, you know, trips. And I was like, oh, well, I'm oh, I that. use I use <laughs> it as I use it as an example, but because it's dangerous, because it's easy though. You see, but especially no, that's look, an investment. Look at towards your relationship because you can use is it an investment. Can. You can say that over. Is it it, it experience in life? That's not an investment. You can it have, can be in it. You can have that people, same experience somewhere else without having some to travel. Some people, bro. Some people are not into fucking starting a business. You get what I'm saying? Some people aren't. That's 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 what you talk. You said it perfectly. Equally yoked because yeah. we have that discussion and it's like we understand. We's like we not finna use you know the extra income that we have to go travel, take trips, and stuff like that. Because and we joke about it. We'd be like, you know, while everybody's traveling right now, you know, we're gonna be you know ten years from now, like you ain't gonna be able to see us mm-hmm. because it's the preparation period. Like we don't stop. Like we're grinding, building, 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 and then we look up and then you know yeah, able Greece. to, and yeah. Well, like well, I'm going to Malta. Like why? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Why, just why would something. I settle for Miami when I can go to Malta? Yeah. So, but that's done in the sacrifice of things, and you know that the problem, the problem that we have, especially in the black household, is that when we have those type of incomes, when we have multiple incomes coming in. And, you know, we feeling on the up, we say, let's go on a trip, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You know, fuck it. Let's, let's go. And what she say? Yeah. yeah. I'm about <laughs> to take off. Say no. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, look, I can literally, it could be on a Sunday. I'd be like, let's go to Chick-fil-A. She'd be like, okay. I'd be like, look at Chick-fil-A. They haven't opened today. <laughs> he said, hey, you open. I was just testing you. But it's like, you, when you have it, you can do it, which is fine. But if there's an end goal, like we've already, we've made the sacrifice. We've said that, hey, we're not doing X, Y, Z until we get to a certain level. Plus, we got to plan for a wedding, too. So Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely understand that. And uh, like I was saying, everybody's different. So when it comes to being equally yoked, me and my wife are kind of the same. Well, yeah, we're kind of the same. We differ in different parts. But, you know, like. The reason I say travel, especially when you have kids, and I'm just speaking it from this standpoint, you travel and you have kids, um, you want to kind of give them that experience of actually having a childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, I know as a father, like, it, it, if I couldn't do it, it, it hurts as a man more to tell your child no because you can't do it rather than because you're telling them no. Uh, so I want to be able to give my children this experience of 
being able to go to Disney World, being able to go to the beach, being able to go because I my in laws in my in laws are in California, mm-hmm. so I want to be able to be able to travel and take them over there and come back. You get what I'm saying? So, and just giving them an experience, and then like you about to have a daughter. So, and I look at it from, if I was to have a daughter, I want to give my daughter the highest experience, so won't nothing just woo her. I get that. I love that, too. Um, and that's even why I took him to Kingdom. Like, Kyson has never been on a roller coaster before. Like, and it's crazy, because he watches, you know, Ryan. So, I'm like, he lives vicariously, so he's known about what it is. Mm-hmm. But now he actually got to experience it, so it's a different ball game. Um, and, you know, we weigh our options and stuff like that. Because you think about, you know, a trip to Disney World. That's a that's little, a little bit, bit more that's, expensive. That's a little bit more taxing than just, you know, Kingdom King Six Flags. Yeah. And even... Um, I Some drivable and... So, this is what I like to do. Like, even when it comes to, like, how you talk about going out and stuff like that. It's just not feasible. Budget. If you budget before you go out or with your friends or whatever, like, yeah. listen. But it's even beyond the budget. It's more so about... Like, I be thinking, it's still COVID out here, nigga. True. I ain't fuck with that. <laughs> True. But I'm saying, like, if you have an allocated amount that you're willing to spend. So, saying, for instance, you didn't, you didn't wreck to 15, 20 in your savings. And you're like, okay, I know we still have this. I know we still have this bigger goal that we're going for. But at the same time, like, I feel like we could treat ourselves to something small and be like, okay. We got we got fifteen twenty. We can spend five hundred this weekend at you know go to San Antonio, go to Six Flags. Go I'm to with food. it. That, the original plan was San Antonio. Yeah. So that's how we actually ended up at Kima because you know, and keep in mind we we travel different because we have to plan different. So we have to plan you know where we're staying. This is a good place to stay. How far is it from the location where we want to be? Is there any place where we're gonna eat? So like we really we plan like military planning type shit, right? Well, I do. I do all the planning. So, yeah. But <laughs> you motherfucker the whole itinerary. Yeah, but if I can't, if I can't see the vision, or if it, the, the dots don't connect, abort mission. <laughs> yeah. Abort mission. So the original plan was to go to San Antonio, to go to Riverwalk, and um, you know some different places out there. But you know that didn't happen. So plan B, I put King in my back pocket. Hey, bro. That's one good thing about living close to the water, bro. You 45 minutes from. Yeah. And the beach is free. <laughs> the beach is free. You can walk around Kima for free. You might get hungry and stuff like that. That's that stuff. Called, but, you know, stuff like that is free. And, uh, man, I just say, from the younger couples out there who, if you're single, you're in a relationship or you're in a long-term relationship, just stick with it, man. Just understand what you want in life. And just know everybody ain't for you. Everybody that got a pretty face and a tight waist ain't the best for you. I promise you that. They might be. I, I said might not be. Might not be. We need to run this back about what the social media is doing to our younger generation of women. Because it's doing, nah, it's, it's and, and I'm going to be honest with you, bro. It's over-sexualizing everything. I honestly, in, on, over-sexualizing and making every dude feel like he a drug dealer. Yeah, like if you ain't got no chains. And- if you a scam, like, bro, so... This goes both ways, bro, and I, I don't want to just harp on one sex because it goes both ways because I look at dudes be like, bro, I know you. I know where you live. <laughs> like, bro, you got them chains ain't real, bro. That car ain't chairs, bro. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I don't know nobody. 
But I'm like, I'm just saying people I grew up with. So like I, I see him frequently. I go get my, I, I leave him going to the car wash. So I see people and I'm like, bro, uh, bro, that ain't you, dog. And it, and I think that's the thing. Like social media, you bring two different types of people out. Yeah. You bring the people who feel like they have to be somebody else, and then you get the people who who gonna stay themselves. But it's an extreme both ways, bro. Like the people who stay themselves sometimes, bro, on social. But it's like how, and this goes back to the game statement, is that you talk about a different type of, you know, in society, it's like women want to feel independent. They don't want to feel like they have to rely on you for everything. So her paying, you know, something, maybe it's the groceries or something, that's not because she has to, but because she wants to. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I see it because I... Yesterday, um, Mia went to like Hobby Lobby, and then I called her. She like, "Oh, I'm at Home Depot." I said, "What you doing at Home Depot?" <laughs> she, "Oh, I'm just looking for stuff." I said, "Dude, <laughs> okay, look, I, look, go ahead, get your get your shop on, but let's be reasonable about this yeah, because because you better bring home a do it your home do it yourself project. Do it I don't do it. <laughs> that's something like we don't don't take on extra stuff, but." Like, you think about it, but that is, that's empowering to be able to go out and buy, you know, your own goods with the money that you work hard for. So, you know, essentially, why, yes, you know, you want your female to feel comfortable in that sense. You also want her to feel independent that, you know, that she can still survive in this world without you. That she doesn't have to rely on you for every meal, every grocery. She got you got to go to the grocery store or you got to go buy her clothes or you got to take her shopping and stuff like that. They don't want that. Yeah. They want to be able to go mm-hmm. around and shop and do what the fuck they want to buy and buy what the fuck they want to buy when they want to buy it. And spoiler alert for our listeners, this boy Bear is not a DIY type of man. He called me. Time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> he called me to change out his battery. Time out. <laughs> I have gotten a lot better in the past two years, and in the past, two, and I did not call you to change my battery. I called you to tighten my battery because I didn't have the right tool to do it. And you had this big ass tool chest that you wouldn't let me borrow. And you said, "I'll come. I bring it to you. You can use it while I'm here." So yes, yeah. that's why I had to tighten the battery because I had already changed the battery myself and I put it back on. I just didn't have the right tool to get as tight as I would need to. And two, I've been fixing shit around here. Yesterday, I was fixing shit. Last weekend, fixing shit. My boy feel like he got to go on a rant now. <laughs> I'm fixing shit now. Normally, I used to pay people to come fix shit, but since COVID, I was like, I don't like all the foot traffic in my house. So, yeah, I'm been getting a little more handy. So that means he, he got a little emotional, I guess, when I said that. But every man, but that shows you every man is different. Like even from my podcast, from social media, like it shows you every man is different. Like my grandfather was a like hands on. My great grandfather, they they did everything themselves. Like fixed their own cars, uh, fixed everything around the house. They wasn't calling nobody but the plumber or the electrician. Nobody else was coming in that house to do nothing else but, but plumbing and electricity. That's that's pretty much how it's been <laughs> the past two years. And. I'm more like, okay, I can do certain stuff, but at the same time, times have changed and I haven't been taught certain things, so I'm not about to go change out of transmission. I was never taught that, and just because one goes out, 
Matter of fact, my truck transmission went out, too. Where is that truck? It's at the house. Oh. And for those who want to buy it, just hit me. DM me for price. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not about to go get another transmission and change it myself. Not at all. Because I don't have that ability, and I don't have that time. I don't have those tools. You hit the nail on the head right there. I subscribe from Brian Tracy. That's like one of my reading mentors. And he says, he brought up the scenario, you know, you got the person that goes and they try to buy the, the great value to save money. But then what ends up happening is that great value thing that you brought breaks down. So then what you do, you go out and buy that same great value thing. And then it breaks down a little bit longer. Then you go out and buy that same great value. So now you look at it where you could have just bought something premium and, you know, you get the warranty on it and it never breaks down. So I've always subscribed to buy the highest quality, get the warranty, and you never have to worry about it again because what's most important to me is my time. Mm-hmm. So that's why I essentially have never been like the DIY person is because for me, it's like, okay, wh- what is this headache going to cost to go away? How much is it going to cost? Okay, let me calculate that. How much is that worth in my time? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't got time to try and sit there to process it, to watch the videos, to learn the skill. I can, but... I'm busy right now, so there's people. That's why people make. That's why people yeah. make a living. Do stuff like that. Yeah, that's why you go to to discount tire. They got good, better, best tires. One gonna last you ten thousand. One gonna last you fifty thousand. One gonna last you a hundred thousand. I get the best tires. Like, <laughs> and it's a reason behind all of that. And then some, you know, all changes on the same way. People get um the cheapest thing just because it's the cheap thing, man. Yeah, and end up costing you in the long run. Quality over quantity, man. No. But uh, all in all, we're just going to say, make sure y'all don't take social media to heart. Don't let it be uh, the focus of your relationship, the goal of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you subscribe to black love. That shit yeah, so and now, there is some positive That's love true. on social medias that you can subscribe mm-hmm. to, but you it, it takes... A certain type of person to actually decipher through that and know what's real. And I think real people know what's real and what's fake. Yeah. So. Definitely. I echo yeah. That. And before we get out of here, make sure, make sure, make sure y'all go follow, subscribe to us on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. Uh, we on? I said Spotify. We're on a bunch. I think we on a... Uh, Everything you can get a podcast Any major on. podcast. Instagram, Anchor. Instagram, 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 Instagram. Look, if y'all ain't on nothing else, I was make sure y'all... Nah, I got it. <laughs> make sure y'all go follow us on Instagram. Like some photos so y'all can... So we can pop up on your timeline more. Instagram has changed their algorithms to only show 20%... Well, 20% of your content. No, do you only see... Only... 20, only 20% of y'all going to see the shit we post, basically. Mm-hmm. So we need y'all to go like the photos on Instagram. Go like old photos. Go like videos and stuff like that. So y'all can stay tuned for the new stuff and new content we have going. We definitely appreciate y'all for listening each and every, I would say week, but it's been like a gap week. I don't know what the hell going on, but we back on. Bro, it's back collective in of it. shit. Huh? It's collective of shit. Oh, yeah, whatever. We going to talk off this podcast. <laughs> But yeah, make sure y'all go follow us on Instagram at Dad Zombie. That's D A W D Z O M B I E. 
Go follow me at KingKen underscore K-Y-N-G-K-E-N underscore and bow. You can follow your boy at Baron Beard on all things social at Baron Beard. That's B-E-A-R-I-N-B-E-A-R-D. Yeah, and it, and 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 what you, and as y'all can hear, if y'all need any business consulting, hey, all you gotta do is hit that boy. Cause hey, I he just taught me something I didn't even know. That's how social media got right there. I don't I don't know about twenty percent. I don't know about ten percent. Yeah, it's a whole algorithm thing with them. But if y'all need social media consulting and you're serious about your business, I ain't even say hit me up. I'm gonna say. <laughs> DM me, serious. What they say, serious inquiries only. only. <laughs> Have a budget. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Ain't nothing free, dog. Ain't nothing free in life. And from your boy Ken. And bear with the beard. We out. <laughs>